your 702 weekend breakfast with me cooks and plungo and this part of the show as always we talk food and this week dr anna trapido and i checked out a new spot in Bryanston in the north of joburg um that is not only uh, a meal but also offers you live music and actually it got me thinking it's been such a long time a while since I went to a place and there was live music and what a treat live music is. Um, so we ended up at the King's Crawl this week and joining us as always, we have our resident chef and food anthropologist, Dr. Anna Trapido on the line. Dr. Trapido, a very good morning to you. Hello, hello. So we had quite an interesting evening this week. Was it Tuesday? So normally they are not open on a Monday and a Tuesday. I think they open on a Wednesday but we had um, a few people were hosted for a bit of a, an event on Tuesday um, as, as part of, I guess, of the launch of the King's Crawl. So what do we know about the King's Crawl? Yes, so brand new restaurant. Um, it is definitely sort of the hotspot for cool people, isn't it? It's the brainchild of a businessman called Justice Hunai and Chef Binge Pinge. Kudzai Binge Pinge, and they they actually have three of these venues. Um, one is in Zimbabwe, one's in Zambia, and now there's the Johannesburg King's Crawl. Mm-hmm. So you can be regal in three distinct uh, Southern African environments. And what they're doing is exploring culinary and cultural diversity within the kind of Southern African space. So they're interested in, you know, the past, the present, the future, and what it means to be interested in food and culture uh, and the Southern African and the modern world citizen, essentially. Mm, Yeah. And actually for us, it's been a while since we did a, a fancy thing. Um, we, we go where the deliciousness is, whether it is, you know, a bridge, um, you know, at Faraday taxi rank, whether it is the East Rand, we will go where the deliciousness is. We have no problems with that. Yes. We're equal opportunity eaters, aren't we? We're, we're perfectly happy, like eating Maguena from a bucket at a taxi rank, um, or, you know, Spatula in Pretoria. Um, but we we quite like being fancy Nancy's, so... Yeah, every once in um, a while, it is nice to just be, you know, just a little bit posh. And this is definitely posh. Um, you know, that, that there's, as you said, there's live music, which is so rare that, you know, in Joburg, you tend to have to be in the CBD to do live music, don't you? That... Mm-hmm. If you are kind of in the northern suburbs, there's very little live music. And this was, you know, chilled, skilled, stylish, sort of jazzy. Um, and I think that, that, that they're saying that that's always going to be the vibe, that it's kind of grown up, elegant, stylish, jazzy, bossa nova-y, that kind of, um, yeah, kind of grown up elegance um, in the music. Um and you can do it with lovely, lovely drink. All the food explores like heritage and indigenous ingredients and flavors, um, but sort of puts them into this sort of modern restaurant setting. So we started, for instance, with a buchu infused gin and tonic, which is their signature cocktail. Um, 
then they have an Induna bar menu, mm-hmm. which is like little kind of nibbly finger foody bits. Um, the, the chef is called Kelly Njokweni, and he had made, oh, there was tempura okra and little crispy bits of tripe with baobab mayonnaise and amarula and rooibos uh, infused sticky chicken wings and oh, ox tongue on skewers and all sorts of nice bitties to have with our gin and tonic. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's a delicious space. Yeah. And then, of course, we, uh, you know, our hands got washed with, like, water and lemon, and I think there was salt in that water as well. Um, oh, yes, there was um, there was sacred salt in there. There was Baleni sacred salt in the water, which yes. is very kind of elegant, isn't it? That um, And extremely expensive things do. That's, that's definitely the definition of fine dining. Yeah. And then uh, we, as we waited for our mains, we were given a bit of a, a nibble ukbambisa, which is, you know, where you kind of eat something just to tide you over before you eat your main thing. And ours was, they were amakwina with uh, some kind of, well, it was a pate and some kind there of butter as well. There was a pate and a piri piri butter and the, there was a chakalaka from heaven. I don't know who made that chakalaka, but they deserve a medal from the president for services to the nation. Mm, that that chakalaka was super delicious. And I have to say the idea of ukubambisa, I mean, that's a brilliantly kind of Southern African interpretation of Amuz Bush. I thought that was really cute, um, both just in terms of like the name, but also in sort of saying, okay, this is we're going to be Southern African and fine dining. Yeah. Um, I, I really, I thought that was cute. And so then after Ogbambisa, we had our mains. They had quite a large offering. Um, we had lots of options. There was umlekwa, there was beef, like a beef stew. Um, uh, there was fish. Um, did, was there mkhodu on the menu as well? I'm trying to there remember. There was mkhodu on the menu. They divide the menu into sections. So there's an Nkosazana section, which seems to be the sort of um, new African reconfiguration, so sort of um, funky modern stuff. And then there's the Nglobukazi section, which is the more kind of comfort food um, classics. So... Um, within the fancy section, um, I had the umlekwa farm chicken with roasted butternut, little brunoise, and a morocco coolie, and a stony ginger beer gel, which I thought was very cute. Um, and you had, um, from the Ndlovukazi comfort food section, you had um, beef stew with a really creamy sort of golden samp, which... Mm. Um, Looked like, you know, if your granny really loved you, she might make you. Yeah. And you had just one thing you wished with umlek or that they'd kept um, the, I guess, the juice that the chicken would have been because it would have been boiling. And you, you'd hoped that they'd kept umchluzi, that kind of gravy. I wanted my gravy that, um, you know, the, the, the umlek it was a beautiful quality, hard-bodied chicken. It had been cooked long and slow. It was nicely flavoursome. It had a beautiful texture. Um, and I really liked my stony ginger beer gel, and I thought that was both clever and delicious. But it just seems to me that, like, the thing that when you have a hard-body chicken, the thing that you really it makes that meal is that the, the cooking juices, that unclusi, um, is 
is definitely part of the experience and it's for me it's like the best part of the experience that rich oh just deliciously reduced um chicken stock essentially and that wasn't there that the plate was so elegant that it had these kind of beautiful little blobs of my stony ginger beer gel and the morocco was served as a coolie rather than as leaves and so the little blobs of sauce were so elegant that i don't think that there was space for the, the gravy mm. and the gravy's the best bit so I thought bring back my inclusi. Um but other than that I I really liked my I also liked my samp. Um, I mean, there's uh, there's never a samp I don't like. Um, even ba- even bad samp is great for me. I I adore samp, um, so I did quite enjoy that. Yeah. My favorite thing was the dessert, though. Um, it was very pretty, and mine was essentially, uh, you know, a Brinston jelly and custard. Um, with gold leaf speckled chocolate bitties yeah when it's time to eat the rich and I'm being eaten it will be because of that dessert not because I'm rich but because my dessert had gold (laughs) leaf the revolution it's going to be held against you yeah yeah the the dessert with like these delicately piped um, you know jelly uh, the custard rosettes um, and the chocolate log with the gold leaf that is the thing that's going to be have me eaten uh, during the revolution well, I think I'm probably also going to be lined up against the wall and shot um, come the revolution because I had a marula ice cream with cornbread and Italian meringue. Um, and I have to say, I think the pastry chef, who's a young woman called Mbali Panza, and I really think she's a rising Joburg star, that her all her flavors absolutely hit the spot and her plating is very pretty and I thought they were both comforting and witty that both our desserts made me smile yeah I thought they were very yummy um the the cornbread made sense because she studied in Texas right yeah she says that she's been um she's been in Texas she's been working with a pastry chef there I think she studied at the Swiss Hotel School in Johannesburg she said (sighs) and then she'd gone on one of those kind of student one-year exchanges um, she has, we have to go back because there is an Amasi custard with that, you know, that melon that some people call erotse, some people call ibipe, um, that is, it's, it's like, almost like a Southern African watermelon. Mm-hmm. And she has made a parfait. So we have to go back, um, to Just try that. that. that I think in general, Mbali Mpanza, um, is watch. And yeah, that quite often in Joburg you get these lovely meals and then the pudding lets it down. And, you know, you really need a dessert to kind of finish your meal and make you feel like you've had the full experience. And King's Kral definitely does that, that the puddings are definitely very sparkly and lovely. Yeah. And so uh, we overall had quite a good evening. I mean, the treat of having a band play live, uh, you don't realize how lovely that is until you experience it. Because, um, of course, it is often when you go out for dinner, there isn't live music. But the thing with live music, though, is you just need to know you won't be able to whisper sweet nothings to your date. Um, because there is live music and it can be quite loud. So if you're going to do it, it's not the kind of date where, you know, you're going to be having a deep, meaningful conversation. 
Um, but it will be entertaining. I really quite enjoyed having live music. I loved it. And I think, you know, Deep and Meaningful is is overrated, isn't it? And, you know, the band does take breaks, so you could whisper sweet nothings to each other while they're um, having a, a little break. Um, but basically, so they are closed Monday and Tuesday. On Wednesdays, it's comedy night. But Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they do this kind of smooth, um, yeah, elegant live music. So jazz, bossa nova, stylish, relaxing, just a lovely place to kind of sit out um, the hustle and bustle of Joburg. But mm. on Sunday, between one and four, they have a really kind of Sunday course um, family vibe. Um, but the rest of the week... Um, it, it's, it's a really lovely grown-up space with delicious food, fantastic wine. You know, that the, the wine list is really special, um, beautiful cocktails, and as I say, this lovely music. So um, I think it's a great addition to the neighborhood. Yeah, I think it, it, it actually is worth a little bit of your time. Dr. Trepido, as always, a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, thank you. That is our resident chef and food anthropologist, Dr. Anna Trepido.